Let's pray. God, we thank you that you are the same God yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you that you are with us here in our present moment. And we pray that you would teach us more of yourself through your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So today is All Saints Day. All, all around the world, people in the church are celebrating the saints of the church. I wonder if you have any favourite saints. There are lots to choose from. We actually found out last night that there is a top trumps of saints game. It's really bad. It really needs to be. It's really, really bad. But, and um, Louise Stevenson decided that, that when you trump somebody, you should say, holier than thou. Yeah, anyway. Um, you have to be there. Um, so just a few saints. St. Anthony is the patron saint of lost things and lost causes, apparently. I like St. Anthony. I lose things a lot. Um, there are some weird ones. Really, really weird ones. St. Fillion was the patron saint of people with mental health issues, which is a great thing, but apparently he had a glow-in-the-dark arm that helped him to see so he could read at night. I don't have chapter and verse on that one. That's weird. There are, of course, many, many, many people who died horrible, gruesome deaths. If anybody has seen gunpowder, they will have probably seen some of that happening. It's very grim. Um, St. Monica, the patron saint of disappointing children. <laughs> Seriously. But when you find out who her son was, it's even funnier. Because she was the mother of the child who became St. Augustine. But he was pretty disappointing when he was a kid. He was a naughty boy. But what makes someone a saint, or even a tiny bit saintly? Do they decide one day that it's going to be their life's aim to get canonized? Get a knighthood, like getting a knighthood maybe, or getting published if you're a, if you're a wannabe author, or becoming a doctor, or an Olympic gold medalist? Do they wake up and decide, I want to be a saint? Maybe. But what is true of all the saints is that something in their actions says, what could be done today to make God's promise of tomorrow more visible. A saint is someone who anticipates really clearly the reality of what is to come. We heard just a tiny little smidgen in, in, that, uh, in that reading that Sarah brought to us about what heaven might be. But crucially, a saint anticipates this future while their feet are firmly planted in the here and now. Saints often experience extreme sacrifice while holding on to the promises of God's tomorrow. So, All Saints Day is about celebrating flawed people being used to do divine things. People bringing a glimpse of God's future into the present. A large part of our faith as Christians is about how we wait for the future whilst living in current reality. There are some things we're never going to know the glorious future as seen from the murky present. That our reading today makes this point. And in Revelation is the talk of a new heaven and new earth. 
a passage of enormous hope and encouragement. See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. He will wipe every tear from their eye. Yeah, okay, that passage is a passage of enormous hope and encouragement, but it's also pretty weird. There is some strange imagery in there that we don't really have time to tackle. Washing white robes in the blood of a lamb, weird, very strange. There's a lot of very important imagery, and re- there is a reason for that. Um, we do have some pretty flawed ideas of what heaven is like. Do you remember the, the end of the, the last verse of the carol once in royal David's city? Um, when like stars his children crowned, all in white shall wait around. All in white shall wait around. That sounds incredibly boring to me. Really, really boring. Um, and I probably shouldn't say this because of what I do and where I am. But the idea of being in church for eternity fills me with fear. I mean, I love you all and everything, but I think there has to be something better than this. We just can't understand what it is like. We can only have glimpses and ideas. And of course, we can't get our whole theology from hymns and carols. Maybe it's a bit more like um, that at the end of The Lord of the Rings, where they have that massive parade and party to celebrate that everything's gone well. Uh, or the end of Star Wars, where they have that huge parade with everybody dressed up. Okay, maybe not. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm too fantasy-orientated there. We do love a good big celebration, though. But heaven is going to be more than a bunch of people in choir robes singing forever. Thank the Lord. We are waiting for a new heaven and new earth. A God who sees every tear we weep and who will wipe every tear away. No more sadness. A God who has ultimate power but loves us all as individuals and wants a relationship with us. A God who gathers all nations together, all peoples, tongues, tribes and nations. A God who promises that hunger and thirst won't even exist. God with us. God sheltering us. God present. This is a reality worth hoping for. But it's pretty obvious, isn't it? that those things I've just said are not true yet. Hunger and thirst, all over the place. We even have people in in Hazelmere who need to go to a food bank. People die. People we love. People are grief-struck for months, years, their whole life. There are things happening that are terrible. But we have to remember that the one who is seated on the throne said, I am making all things new. This isn't something that is just happening in the future. It's happening now. It is beginning to happen now. God is with us. We believe as Christians that Jesus came and changed something fundamental, made it possible for us to be holy. Okay, a saint is a holy person, definitely. To say that something is holy is to say that it has something of God about it. It's set aside for God. But that isn't just for the saints who are in heaven and those people who are on the top trumps of saints. We all belong to God right from the beginning. Holiness and sainthood is where we begin our lives with God, regardless of where they then lead 
I love the idea that at baptisms, we're welcoming the church as new as saints. We just welcomed Amelie and Clara. Saint Amelie and Saint Clara, how does that sound? <laughs> Possibly not entirely true, but there is some truth in it. We belong to God, and God marvelously belongs to us. The saints are holy, but so are we. We are holy because of God, not because we are doing things perfectly. When Amelie and Clara were symbolically given their lit candle at their baptism, it was a statement that they are to be Christ's light in the world. And what are saints, if not Christ's light, shining brightly in the world? St. Augustine began life as a disappointing child, a supposed lost cause, a very, very naughty boy. Some of us can relate to that. But he became a saint because his mother never ceased to pray for him. God was on his case. Saints are not so different from us. This may be frightening, but it's true. It's our job as Christians to shine as a light in the world. The only way people will see Christ is through Christians. That is a sobering and wonderful thought at the same time. We're told in Revelation 21, see the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them. So many times we are promised that God is with us, even in that one verse. This is the moment that we're constantly on the, on the lookout for. New heaven and new earth is the place where we are no longer separated from God. And the role of saints is not just to be good role models for how we should behave as good Christians, but the role of a saint is to give everybody a glimpse of what is to come, a glimpse of revelation of God among us mortals. Saints are not supernatural or superhuman. They're people like you and me, who often at great cost believed in all the promises given to us by God. These same promises and words we have here, we just heard them in the baptism service. The saints believed in all that was offered and because of that they were able to be used by God as channels of his grace and peace. So why do we celebrate the saints that have gone before us? Because we are flawed human beings rooted in a murky, flawed present, hoping desperately for that glorious future. And who were the saints? They were flawed human beings, rooted in a murky, flawed present, who made that glorious future visible to us. We are not so different from them. Your story could, could be of glow-in-the-dark arms, but I really hope it isn't, because that sounds really bad. Um, or it could be of disappointing children. Or it could be of being a disappointing child. Or it could be of being somebody who feels like a lost cause. Or it could be something you think is totally mundane. But God will use you if you let him. We all belong to God. To be a saint, you need only to start by shining Christ's light into the world. You never know who needs it. So we have Saint Anthony, Saint Monica, Saint Augustine, St. Philian, and now St. Amelie and St. Clara, and maybe St. You and St. Me.
As we come to the end of, of these words, I would like to leave you with this. Two questions. Who are the saints in your life? The people who point you to God. And who are you a saint to? Amen.